Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. Over the past two weeks, I've put 100.7 hours into New World. So I would like to announce that that is my other full-time job. (laughs) (laughs) That's impressive. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Alex Finn? I was like really debating whether I can, you know sand off my nails during this recording session, but I thought using a power drill during recording was pushing Daniel a little too far. A power drill? It's like a miniature Dremel to file off gel acrylic nails. And it has a little dial so I can choose the RPMs so I don't accidentally punch a hole through my actual nail. It has drill bits. I'm picturing like levels, emery board, belt sander, interrogation or something like that (laughs) (laughs) i mean the fancy ones let you know like the exact speed mine is just green yellow red and i assume red is bad red is for the people i don't like oh wow okay stamps and davis oh what to respond to stace you said 100 hours in in this last week 0.7 100.7 yeah in a week two weeks two weeks okay that makes oh okay it's slightly better (laughs) The math works out in that one. Because I was like, how did you get that? Magic. Are you okay? <laughs> Have you been sleeping? When, when do you sleep? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and returning is special guest Stephen Garcia. Hey, yeah, I, I haven't played 100 hours of New World. And I don't file my nails with a Dremel. But those both sound like really exciting things. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> I'm Stephen. I'm the DM of the Fae Forge Academy podcast and the streaming channel. I also have an anime podcast called Anime Attaché, where my wonderful friend B. Zelda teaches myself and my partner Kelsey about anime. The first season, we went through My Hero Academia. The second season, we are going through Cowboy Bebop. And I do lots of TTRPG stuff and have a good time telling stories with some wonderful people. Nice. So thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. Excellent. Like I said before, we're, we're excited to have you here. Samson, what dice are you rolling today? How could I forget that we're dice affiliates of Die Hard Dice? Uh, you want some tasty dice, I mean, some beautiful dice to uh, roll on the table. <laughs> you can go to Die Hard Dice, order them up, and use our code Explorers Wanted. All one word Explorers Wanted. You get 10% off your order. You get some tasty dice. You support Die Hard Dice, which is a fantastic company, and you support us a little bit. We get a little kickback from that, which is wonderful. I hear that if you use that code, that your dice always roll 20s. <laughs> that's true. That's what I've heard. So it's true. Only the Explorers Wanted code, though, not and not nothing else. If you just order regularly through <laughs> yeah. the website, they're just normal dice. It'll only work for this code, so get them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. However, these dice are not for eating. They're so pretty. Yeah, please though, don't put them in your mouth, and they taste what? good. <laughs> well, legally, we have to tell you: don't put them in your mouth and try to eat them. But you know what can fit in your mouth, and you will not choke on amiibos. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Amiibos. <laughs> uh, <God> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Steven. So last time, the regular party was at a campfire with their grandma. <laughs> More or less. And a terrifying monster appeared and there was something to do with anime battles and my character Britain showed up and tried to convince Nyx and Cha-Cha to leave and 
Nix said basically no, and so I put Nix in a Pokeball. <laughs> Dilly found us. I don't remember what Dilly was doing beforehand. I was trying to read all my notes and trying to <laughs> keep everything straight <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, if I'm being totally honest. But we found Dilly. He was very tired. And so gave him some healing and some uh, leveling up powers, which was pretty exciting. And Britain tried to convince them that in spite of the fact that he's a bounty hunter, he does want to help them because they're very interesting people. They decided to go to this town where Britain had seen the writing on the wall that said Nix in what appeared to be blood and saw a vision, I guess. Is that the best way to describe it? A vision of who he learned was Nix's mother. Just scream and then disappear, which is really unsettling. <laughs> so he's trying to figure that out. There was uh, a little bit of tension with when Nix got let out of the Pokeball. Not sure why. It seems like a perfectly reasonable thing to do when someone doesn't listen to you is to put them in a Pokeball. <laughs> and there was a hidden compartment and a face that said something about mother's milk not being there. So that was concerning. I probably missed some important points, but that's what I got. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty, pretty good. good. And you caught all the core points? Yeah, so Dilly, you have just opened the safe and this face has come at you, this face that's sort of like translucent. Everybody can see it, by the way. Mm -hmm. It's not 100% easy to tell, but it might be a feminine face. And this voice that says, Mother's milk isn't available today. Uh, yeah, Dilly yelps, kind of tries to step back, stumbles a little bit, falls on his butt. What the fuck? This woman starts walking through the wall like... She's sort of somewhat translucent. There's no glow or anything like that. She's just there, except her face is really, like, drawn and gaunt. And the rest of her looks rather human, but, like, when her face, like, kind of passes the barrier of this wall, there's something about it, like, it looks like a woman's face, but it's almost like you have a double vision between that and sort of a stretched-out mouth, almost like ghost face from the Scream franchise and steps out. It's not here. You're not here. Nothing's left. Do I hear this from the outside? Yes. I'm going to crack the door open and peek in. Is everything okay in there? You definitely see this scene. <laughs> oh. And I close the door. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we're going to need a few more details and like a few less vague murmurings doesn't matter how you scream. It's not here. What isn't here? And she moves a little bit closer to Dilly. Oh. Oh. Next will take a step back. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> what, 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 what she said? Dilly's scrambling onto his feet. What she said? What? What's not here? What's mother's milk? Why are these sentences coming out of my mouth? <laughs> the snakes came here and took everything. Told you. Dicks. And uh, her hand is reaching towards Dilly. Ah, uh, bad touch. Can Dilly kind of try to dodge away from his hand? Well, if that's the case, then I think I need everybody to roll initiative. Oh, oh it's no. a fight? It's a fight. I'm not saying it's a fight. I just want to track order. Just saying. 20. Do I add anything when I roll initiative? So this is actually cool. So you don't have any skills in initiative, but initiative, just like any other role, is something that you could choose to spend effort on, and it would be speed if you wanted to spend effort on it. I'm not going to, because I feel like I'm outside pretending that what's happening inside isn't happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did roll okay. a natural 20. Nice. Damn. Wow. Okay. Damn. Fucking dice are on fire mm. tonight. I 
got a 10. Uh, what'd you get, Samson? Uh, 17. Okay. So, Britain, it's you first. Okay, so I do I hear do I hear Dilly like kind of scrambling around? Like, can you kind of paint a scene for me from the outside? It's hard. Like, so you peeked in and you saw like this figure in there. You saw Dilly kind of like initially falling down on the ground. And then when you shut the door, you heard the following statements, but then you heard Dilly sort of scrambling, but this figure doesn't make any sound when they move. So beyond like hearing what they're saying through the door, you wouldn't necessarily hear their voice any differently. And it's weird, like everybody in this area, like the voice is the same volume. Okay. Oh, if you were watching Britain on the outside, you would see him like he closed the door. There's going to be answers here. It's going to be fine. And opens it back up. <laughs> and is there like a readying sort of stance I could take as far as like, because I'm not really sure what I'm, I don't think Britain's really sure what he's opening the door to either. You could ready something specific that you have in mind. Okay. As I open that door and I see this ghostly type figure, do they seem threatening? They seem scary as fuck. Let me put it that way. Like, it's unclear if they're threatening or not, but they're by nature, they seem. I'm going to activate my dark matter shell as I kind of open and step in. And so you watch as some of the darkness from my tattoos start to surround me, but also it pulls in shadow and darkness, um, like all covering my, my whole body, essentially. And so there's almost just like a silhouette in the door, which I have to... That's five intellect points. I have an edge of three, so that goes to two. Math. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then I just sort of wait. Yeah. Okay. Nyx. So Nyx will step in front of Dilly and push Dilly backward. Say, uh, no, no touching. Mm. Okay. Cool. Next up is Samson. I think Dilly was going to activate it anyway. As Nyx pushes Dilly out of the way, all of you see Dilly like split suddenly into like four different people that then kind of like go in different directions around the room. I'm using my illusory self ability. So there are now four delis standing kind of in a action ready stance. Right. Okay, cool. Next up is actually Cha-Cha. Oh no. Cha-Cha takes off her oven mitt. Okay, cool. (laughs) You know what? I would let you take off your oven mitt and well, actually, no, because one of your hands is almost mm-hmm. insubstantial. So taking off your oven mitt is probably mm-hmm. a bit more complicated. It's like using mm-hmm. your mouth a little bit. It's time for the lady in question to go. And she reaches towards Nyx. And Nyx, I need you to make a six speed defense roll. Okay. Which I think is free for you. Oh, you're totally correct. No, wait a second. It's actually 12. Okay. But her attack is a level four. So. so then also moving like water. Did you activate that? I f- forgot to say that I activated it. <laughs> but all she did last turn was step in front and say no touchy. Okay. I'll let you say it's activated. So it's all activated. Right. Thank you, Daniel. Six. All right. Okay. So it reaches out and you manage to dodge out of the way. Britain. Okay. I am going to take some of this dark matter that is surrounding me. And it kind of turns into these, like, threads, almost like pieces of ribbon, essentially. And I'm going to use ribbons of dark matter and have it surround this ghosty friend. And for the next minute, dark matter condenses within an area within long range that is no bigger than an immediate distance in diameter, manifesting as swirling ribbons. All tasks attempted by creatures in the area are hindered 
and leaving the area requires the creature's entire action to move. And it's just, so just around that creature. Mm. Okay, cool. It almost like I picture it, even like as it's dark matter, it's not necessarily the same matter as like physical matter, that it's like almost trying to wrap around um, and tie its like arms down and stuff. They actually shriek in response to that. Yeah. Oh, lovely. And I guess that would be Nyx's turn. Nyx will punch. Okay. Really quick, before you do that, Steven, mm-hmm. I would like to offer you an XP. Woo. What does that mean? Do it. <laughs> Just say yes. So I'm offering a gym intrusion in exchange for one XP for your character and one XP that you could award to any other character. But it also means that Daniel gets to insert a narrative element of his choice. Hell yeah. Let's do it. So who will you give the other XP to? Let's do let's do Nyx, because Nyx is right by this creature. Ah, mm. thank you. Yep. Okay. After that woman screeches, you hear answering shrieks from elsewhere around the village. Oh fuck. There's more. There's more outside the village. Or outside this room. Whatever she is. Oh shit. And Nyx, what will you do? Chorus of shrieks, huh? So what Nyx is going to do is she's going to try to barrel into the room because the imp said there was a gift here. So she's going to look for it. Mm -hmm. So you're barreling into the room. Are you attacking or are you just looking around? Well, does she have to go through the spectral figure? I mean, there are other directions in the room that you could go to. but No, into the little secret room. It's not a secret room. It's a compartment. And this spirit was just inside the compartment. Mm Mm-hmm. At least their face was. There's nothing else inside the compartment. We know that already, or? Correct. Oh, in that case, yeah. Nyx will try to create space for the group to get away and attack the spectral figure. Okay. Give me a six. Oh, well, moving like water, so that drops it to a three. Mm-hmm. I'll expend my free level of my effort for damage. Mm-hmm. Eight. Okay. You hit it with your fist. Your fist seems to pass through it with no effect. Oh, guys, it like cha-cha? <laughs> this is a job for other hand. <laughs> and she raises the ghost hand? I don't know what to call it. The s- spiritual hand? Yeah. We're going to have to talk about that later, but... Yeah. So, it is Samson's turn. What would Dilly do right now? I think... The real Dilly and one of the illusions are going to go towards the door and peek outside. Dilly's going to see what the uh, situation is. So you peek outside. You can see that there's at least two of these other entities approaching. A man and a woman, apparently. Hmm. Okay. Can I still do stuff? No, that would be an action that you have to travel a short distance to the door and things like that. Okay. So, cha-cha. I guess Chacha's going to use her other hand and they'll just, like, reach out and touch. Okay, so that will be a six. I got a nine. So you touch. So what are you trying to do with this touch? Destroy. Definitely not what happened to Buddy Cop. Maybe it's just a touch. But you're trying to mutate? No, just a touch. Just a, uh, uh. To see if you can affect it? Mm-hmm. Okay. You touch it with that hand, and you feel something that is not the same, but is not unlike flesh. Okay, so it is a horror that you guys can see. Maybe that's a gift. Or is that a gift? Do people want to see what I see every day? No. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Fair. And it's definitely this entity's turn. It looks at you, you touched it, and it reaches out to touch your shoulder. Please make a 12-speed defense roll. Does the ribbons help her in any way? You are correct, so that would make it only a 9, because the creature will be hindered. Nat 20. Yes. Okay, so you're definitely going to dodge the hand. What would you propose as a major effect? I think in, like, an amazing, like, hey, remember, Cha-Cha is also a performer, and it's just like, ooh, acrobatics with her Cirque du Soleil skill. I made up a bunch of skills that don't make sense, mm-hmm. listeners, but they make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So with that Cirque du Soleil power, I would like for a major effect to, like, kind of flip this creature over and pin them. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying you'll be able to hold them for long, because it's really only one of your hands that seems to feel like it's solid. Everything else that touches it is sort of pins and needles. But yeah, you've knocked it down and are are pinning it for now. I guess it's its turn. It's going to try to get free, so I guess it's going to be a... Okay, cool. Written. Okay, um... I am going to use my onslaught. Okay. Backfill using energies that assail their... We're going to assail their mind. Because I'm feeling a little concerned about the physical form. Yeah. Attacks physical. If, you're, if the attack is mental, you focus your mental energy to blast the thought processes of another creature within short range. Uh, the mind slice inflicts two points of intellect damage mm-hmm. and thus ignores armor. Yeah. So that's a six. Can I use, because I, I have the edge of three, can I use the effort? Okay, so it's a three for you to hit, unless you want to spend two points for additional level effort. I rolled a two. Nice. <laughs> it's You know what? The high rolls, I've, I've gotten a lot of high rolls. This is just balance. <laughs> so you send out the onslaught, and then somehow it misses. Like, you can see, like, there's something off about it in the moment yeah. that it shifts. I feel like maybe there's another scream that goes off in the in the background from these people, and it just kind of shakes me for a second. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Okay, Nix. Chacha currently has this one on the ground. You've definitely heard the other screams. I'm Nix. That is my name on the wall. <laughs> Will you stop and tell us what's going on? She says to the currently grappled spirit. Oh, man. So I know you're specialized, but I am going to hinder you because you're having like sort of like a normal conversation and they are into the ground. Like, oh, yeah, fair. They're not incentivized to have a good conversation with you. But because of your specialization and the nature of this creature, it's actually by the end of your specialization, it's only a three. All right. All right. Still going to I won't make it. a. I won't spend any effort. Keep it interesting. Fifteen. OK. This face looks at you and says. You. They killed us for you. Why? I didn't ask them to. I don't know what's going on. They wrote your name. They took the box. Are, are you going to be... Will you continue to talk to us if Chacha lets you go? Or are you going to attack again? She looks up at Chacha for a moment and says, I can talk. Can I use my detecting falsehoods and see if I if that's believable? Sure. You absolutely can. Are you trained or specialized? Uh, Trained. Okay. So it's three. And eight. They probably will talk, but their primary plan is to look for an opening. But they probably will talk for a bit. Uh, we could do that. I would just stay ready for the 
fighting in the murder. All right. Uh, Chacha, I guess uh, your call. I guess Chacha's going to shrug and kind of just like barrel roll out of there like whoosh. <laughs> okay. The figure stands up. Take the box they were killing for you. What did they look like? You couldn't see them. People started choking. They couldn't breathe. And then they fell over dead and then they vanished. How do you know that, that they killed? Well, what's in the box? Damn it. <laughs> what's in the box? For a moment, this visage flickers like a bad signal. Wedding gift. Who's getting married? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's the dead, the ghost in the middle of their massacred village whose wedding gift it was. Yeah. I mean, come on. It was from my cousin. <laughs> Your cousin, Vinny? No, Vinny got me the blender. What, uh, what did they want with the gift? Like, what was it? Tribute. To who? She stops and she looks at the writing in blood on the wall. To me? Why would someone give you tribute for me as a wedding gift? I think it... Don't you remember, Nix? You're the imp queen. Well, I also think they took her wedding gift to give to you, as in repurposing, regifting, and I feel like that's rude in this situation, particularly. Where are your bodies, and how would you like them to be cared for? They stole. Their mouths opened wide, and the body was gone. <laughs> <laughs> These are your followers, Nix. They're more like fans. More like fans, as far as we know. yeah. Uncontrollable fans. The fuck am I doing? <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, uh, shit's going down. You should probably just leave, honestly. Like, you know. Well, maybe not yet. We still got two guys coming in. And while this is happening, can Dilly pull, like, his other two illusions towards the door and then, like, send three of them out, just kind of, like, scrambling motion to kind of distract the two other ghosts? Yeah, there's definitely been enough time for both you and Britain to kind of do something if you want to, since we've kind of engaged in this other conversation. And Dilly's distracting the ghosts as far as he can. Okay. I'm actually just in this conversation, that small mirror that I have, I'm just going to pull it out and look at it real quick and see if there's anything that has changed. There is a compact that wasn't there the last time you looked at it. What do you mean? You can describe that a little bit more. Like, sort of like a circular compact, like for makeup or something like that, that you pop open and it would have a mirror and okay. something inside. Okay. What did it What did it look like, what they stole from you? It was a necklace. Wait, but they already gave me a necklace. She gives you this look like, how the fuck would I know anything about that? It, uh, it looked like three snakes entwined. It was close. It was more like a, a locket-type situation with... It had that image on the outside, but it wasn't, that wasn't its shape. Who gave it to you? My cousin. Oh, right. Where's your cousin? Also dead, or? She looks towards the wall, and you hear screeching in the distance. I want to make sure that this does not happen to, like, another village ever again. So any information you can give me about this necklace could just help me figure out what these creatures want, because I didn't ask for them. To follow me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to be no queen of the imps, necessarily. And they just keep giving me things. And apparently hurting people to do it, so... It would normally be a social role of nine, but your specialization makes it a three. Nine. They went that way, and she kind of points her hand out in the direction of the east. They took it that way. I don't know where they went after that. When did this happen? 
few days ago. Which direction was Buddy Cop's path of destruction going? East. You know it. Not the same direction. Oh, good. All right, good. Which makes sense, because Buddy Cop and the imps are not necessarily on the same team. Would I know what the imps are? Give me a... I would accept a history or an understanding Numenera role of... Oh, I'm trained in understanding Numenera. Okay, so that would make it a 15. Oh, God. I'll do the effort thing. Okay, so it brings it down to 12. Oh, an 18. Nice. Okay. You don't know a lot about the imps, but over the course of your jobs and things like that, you've encountered mentions of these figures that... For as far as you know, like most of the time can't be seen. There there are some like very unclear stories around like descriptions of like snakes with almost human faces. But it's also been very clear that they can't like it's mentioned that like without special equipment you can't see them. But they're sort of referred to as like their motivations are unclear. They're almost like agents of chaos as far as you've encountered over the course of your career. And Britain's voice gets a little bit shaky. He's, uh, why, why are imps thinking that you're their queen? Probably because I have some snake-like characteristics. I also got bit by a three snakes twined brooch and then ate the brooch, kind of, in the form of a snake. It's, uh, it, so anyway, I encountered an artifact that, that, that started, like, changing me. Long story short. And Britain, it's at this point that you notice that Nix's green hair, each of the follicles seems to be moving slightly independently of the others, almost sort of in a constant, lazy twist. There's no wind in here, but the hair is still moving. Is that why your hair's moving? Oh, yeah. I have fangs, you know. That's why you said you were going to eat me. Yeah, I can eat an entire human. One shot. Boom. Now you see why that number's up there, right, Britain? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, yeah, and honestly, I'm like probably the most normal one here. I feel like Dilly Chacha thoughts. I feel like we're just average. Uh, re- yeah, relative to honestly, I think Britain might be the normal. Oh yeah, one here. no, that's right. Yeah, this is something I'm going to mention. Honestly, characters probably would have noticed it earlier, but I would say that maybe in the heat of all the other excitement. The front of Dilly's clothes, and particularly his right arm, is just covered in dried blood. Like, almost like day-old dried blood. Yeah, I'm sure Nix was like, okay, we will handle this bounty hunter. There's Chacha's hand. Dilly's covered <laughs> in blood. Last time, yeah. last Nix knew, <laughs> Dilly was not around. So she's just rolling with it right now, with plans mm-hmm. to address it around the campfire later. <laughs> So then Nyx turns back to the ghost and is like, so what happened here was definitely not cool. I do not endorse it. When we first, and I would I would like to help you and your fellow villagers find some measure of, of rest, you know? So, you know, your journey has ended. You really should, you should move on. You should still be here. So like, how can we help you with that? This is going to be in 12 social role. Before or after specialization? Before, so it's a six for you. All right. 17. Okay. Find the gift. I miss my locket. That seems like a pretty reasonable request. Yeah, like a totally reasonable request. 
Um, <laughs> except that the imps will probably try to kill anyone who tries to take it away from them. I think they're probably going to give it to you if we find them. This lady said it was a tribute. I wonder why they haven't found me then, because, like, I was talking to one of them when I was inside of that frickin' dimension prison. She has Britain a hard look. And they were, like, real pissed about the other other necklace. Maybe they just didn't know where you are? Maybe. All right, we will look for the necklaces, and we will we will do our best. Are you sure that, like, a classic ritual or, you know, something like that wouldn't... She looks at you, and for a moment, there is a flicker, and you see her face elongate to the point where the top of her head extends about a foot higher than she is right now, and the bottom of her chin reaches about halfway down her chest. And you can see somewhere in the darkness of her mouth a flicker of tongue wriggling angrily inside her mouth. Point taken. Can you explain your mother's milk comment before we go? Like, we're all really curious about that. <laughs> Britain just kind of goes, maybe we could talk about uh, uh, whatever. Well, Britain, speak up. Come on. <laughs> no, just it seems like this would be a great time to leave and not die. How, how are Dilly's illusions doing with the ghosts? <laughs> the ghosts are chasing around Dilly's illusions. It's like the end of a Benny Hill episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it looks like everything's clamped down right now. I Honestly, I'm just worried about Jima tracking us, because that giant monster hasn't followed us, so I assume Jima is going to be the one that follows us, and frankly, I think I'd rather deal with the giant monster. Nah, Dilly, I think it's, like, pretty... It's totally cool, because I basically told Jima to, like, kill me if she was going to kill me, and she didn't, so... Oh, you're, you're not worth as much if you're dead. Right. The The extra stuff only happens if you and your parents are alive. Like the bonus the queen's offered. Well, it was a nice moment, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Mother's milk uh, before we go. Just just an answer for the road. She looks at you. She's not welcome here. Tell her not to come again. My mother? She might as well be one of them. Why? The one who screamed? Did you see me when I was here? I think she's talking about you, Nix. Yes. You saw me. The one who screamed. Yeah, she, they don't like your mom. What do you mean that she is practically one of them? More than me? She looks you up and down. You're just a battery. Ouch. I, that's true, I guess. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm like a more than a battery, probably, you know, but I understand what you're saying. Well, I'm going to let you uh, get back to haunting. Go see. We're going to go see about this necklace, right, guys? Uh, yeah. Britain, you can stay or you can go with us, like, whatever. He's just kind of staring at everything. Your curiosity sated? Because this is just kind of another day for us. Uh, I'll go a little farther with you. A couple questions when we're out of the presence of these friends. <laughs> cool. Kasha, you good? Yeah, hey, uh, I mean, why not? It's, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right. Out the back door? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. So you're going in the direction that she pointed to you. It's actually rather easy to find the way, not so much for the rest of you, but Cha-Cha, you can see echoes of these slithers along the ground. And it only takes about 20 minutes of walking before you find the first body of a serpent coiled up on the ground. It is very clearly one of the imps. Oh. It's not visible to anybody else. You can just see its body lying there. Can we kick it? 
If you want to. Yeah. You can try whatever you want. Yeah. Your foot passes through it and gets pins and needles. I'm just going to poke it with the other hand. The other hand touches cold, scaly flesh. Hey, Nyx, we got a dead dick. Dead? I mean, like, I assume it's letting me poke it. It's not being a dick like they normally do, hence the name Dick. Nyx will look over at Britain and say, uh, you haven't figured it out, Chacha can see things. No, yeah, I, I I did notice that. Seems to be a helpful skill for right now, at least. Yeah, for now. Did you? Can you try to wake it up, Chacha? Make sure it's really dead. If it's dead, I poked it. I, I can only use this hand. Is it wounded, or you're sure it's dead? I mean, how can anybody be sure of death unless you eat it? I can't even see it, Chacha. Which kind of figured I might be able to do eventually considering this like whole imp queen thing but no are there more in the area that Chacha's poking if I use those ribbons of dark matter can I like sort of surround it and, and grab it and kind of paint almost an outline of it with the darkness yeah I'd allow that oh, that's cool yeah so the dark matter just kind of comes out from me it takes a second it's almost like a cloud at first and then just settles on the form of this creature oh well, it looks like it's just sleeping, Chacha, honestly. Like, when it gets cold, you sleep. Or I do, anyway. Can Chacha try and light it on fire? <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. Yeah, you could try. <laughs> Chacha, are you using your other hand, your phantom stranger? Yes, my phantom stranger and utilizing the pyromaniac skill. Okay, so that is going to be, since it's sort of insubstantial, that'll be a 12. 13. Nice. Okay. It doesn't catch fire, but it does burn and doesn't seem to move. That's some intense sleep. It's the those rem the rem cycle. It's, it's on or it's dead. <laughs> it's on fire. It's burning. I am uh, beginning to consider the possibility, Cha Cha, that this uh, imp may be dead. Just a little. <laughs> you see, Britain. Sometimes you just gotta let them like work it out for themselves, but eventually they'll get there. It, it's it, it's not the method I would choose, but it does seem to work. That's that's a good observation. <laughs> Nix, the ghost lady with the long face situation said you were a battery and you agreed with that. What did you mean by that? Oh, well, uh, so it's a little bit complicated, but have you heard of the Benevolent Society of Travelers? Yes, I have. Uh, so I was one traveler until a recent break with the Order. So... Anyway, they're doing, like, these experiments. Their goal is as instantaneous, like, transportation across the steadfast and, like, beyond. And uh, so they did an experiment on my family where I they draw power from me somehow. And they pass it through my aunt, who is, like, dead and mutated or something. And then transfer it to my mom, who... That's why she's teleporting all over the place. That's why you, like, saw her flash into existence and, like, scream and then leave. It's because she's, like, it's uncontrollable, though, and it's I'm afraid it might, like, be uh, slowly killing her, which is why I'm, been, like, this is the whole reason that I even started this whole freaking adventuring thing. Well, not the whole, this particular series of adventures was to, like, try and figure that out, and it's gotten a little out of hand, if you can't tell, Britain. <laughs> no, yeah. I can tell, and I know there's a lot of people after you. Um, like, I had a contract just for you, and I assume that that means the handlers probably at least have a good idea where your parents may be. I 
I don't know why the Queen would want you, but if you're a battery, it just makes me feel very concerned about what they would do to you or use you for. And um, so I, I have to update my boss, I guess you'd say, about this whole bounty situation because I'm supposed to bring you in and whatnot. But I was thinking that you need to do what you are doing. And uh, so I'm going to tell them about Amrath because nobody knows that she's actually out. There's just been rumors and that, that she has you. And hopefully the handlers will at least cause her some problems while you uh, figure this uh, situation out with your permission. I mean, yeah, no, uh, I'm a little bit surprised, honestly. We've encountered a few bounty hunters. They haven't necessarily been reasonable. Or good at their job. I'm not sure I believe you, but uh, you seem sincere. Um, you don't have to believe me, but you can write the note if you want. I would say whatever you wanted to say. To the handlers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I work for a guy named Wedger. Gave me this little stone thing. I can send him a message. But if you write it, whatever you want it to say, where you are, I just include, I would include that it has Amaranth in it. Has you, is what I would say. I mean, I would probably, uh... And Daniel, tell me if, like, an in- intrigue needs to come up at any point. I would think that you probably just saw me at with the giant monster and Amaranth, and we didn't interact after that. Did Amaranth give you any indication of where she was taking you? No, she was trying to definitely get information on... She was trying to take me to my parents, but I told her I would not tell her or help her, and uh, she might as well kill me. And we were sort of, like, more, like, companionably traveling after that. Would you say Cha-Cha? At this point, that Cha-Cha and... Nix hear a screeching sound, not like those entities in the town. Almost like if you mix a serpent's hiss with a child's scream. That's not good. Well, hell. All right, be right back. Nix can go check it out. <laughs> gotcha follows in case Nix can't see it. Are Dilly and Brendan following, or are they just waiting? No, I'll, I'll follow as well. If Brendan's following, then Dilly's following as well. Okay, so there's sort of two things that are seen here. You come up on this sort of flat part of the plane. Chacha, you can see a number of these imp bodies on the ground. One is still sort of thrashing in the corner, slowly dying. In the center of this area is a small box, and dancing around it are seven creatures that are they're sort of insectoid. They've got six legs and wings, and you can see stingers on their back. These things are about four feet tall, about six feet long, and they've got sort of insect-like mandibles, but human eyes. And on either sides of their head, they have what look to be almost like human hands stretched out. And like they're like wriggling like they would grab things. And these creatures are, like, just drooling something that sizzles from their mouth. And, like I said, there are about seven of them dancing around these dying imps. Can we all see those? The only thing that the rest of you can't see is the imps. Okay. That is wild. Have they noticed us yet? You guys have one moment. You guys each have, like, a turn each before these things notice you. Uh, Nyx is homering, like, back into the tree line. <laughs> yeah. Dilly throws up a major illusion of the foliage 
masking us in the tree line. Oh, very good. Okay. I think Britain is just is still processing everything that he's experiencing. <laughs> and it's just like it's just one more thing. It's just like and so so he's just sort of backing away a little bit behind the other three. No guys, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I fucking enough. Fuck if I know. Trash, have you ever seen them things before? Um Wait, you you're saying what the fuck? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we always say the dicks, but like the dancing bug people, not really. Mm, no. I've never seen the dancing. They don't dance. And do they just continue to dance? Just I don't know. Are you guys trying to have this conversation in a stealthy way? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And at a safe distance with plenty of time to react. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So then give me each of you who spoke fifteen stealth. Uh does my illusion give an asset to everybody? Yes, so everybody will have an asset from your illusion, which brings it down to a 12. 15. Fuck. <laughs> I'll spend one intellect effort. No, wait, speed. Sorry, one speed effort. Jeez, what game am I playing? Uh, 17. Nine. <laughs> Chat is talking okay. normally. Um, Three for Dilly. Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Dilly's stomach suddenly growls very loudly. It's been a while <laughs> since he ate. <laughs> okay. So as you have this conversation, you notice that the sound of the hopping around the box has stopped and slowly stepping their way through Dilly's illusion kind of experimentally are these seven creatures and everybody needs to roll. An oh, hey, Fuck. hey, guys, uh, how's the dancing <laughs> going? Oh, hmm. there's the high number. Another 20. Two 20s on initiative tonight. Nice. Damn. I guess I got a I got a three. I got a six. Eighteen. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. So these critters are coming for you guys. Stace, was that a dirty 20 or a natural 20 for your initiative? It was natural. Oh, okay. Well, then you go first. Okay. How how close are they? I say short distance. Okay. Nyx will move forward half the distance. Hold up both hands. Because have they been aggressive? Are they clearly attacking? I don't think it's clear to you, at least. All right. And uh, Nix will say, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're just trying to uh, figure out what's going on. They continue to advance. It's not that they are disagreeing with you or ignoring you. It's almost like they don't acknowledge you as something worth listening to. Ow. Wow. Rude. Next up is these guys. So the good news is that there's not going to be many attacks per round from them. The bad news is that means they function as a swarm. We love a swarm. So to start with, Nix, make a 21 speed defense roll. Sure, Daniel. So that's a 15. I'll spend speed effort. Make it a 12. Okay. 18. Okay. Okay. You dodge as a flurry of stingers come jutting in your direction. They're not friendly, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Got it. Dylan. Um, Dilly will once again split into, and I double checked it, I get four illusory cells. Mm. We'll suddenly split into five different persons. Can I counter swarm the swarm? Is that at all a thing? This is what I'll say. I'll say that they can grant, yeah, because the swarm is like two levels. Yeah, so I think as long as that illusion's up, yeah, essentially counteracts the swarm. Yeah. These four illusory cells just kind of like 
go up and kind of like flank them like two on each side and then just kind of starts like dissolution so just start like kind of dancing and trying to like get their attention and drawing some attention away from Nix and the rest of us okay they'll still functionally only make an attack per round mm-hmm. but at least for now but they won't have the same asset benefit cool next up is Cha-Cha okay just to remind myself can everybody else see the box they were dancing around or was it just Cha-Cha you know what? That is a really good question, because the question becomes, does Cha-Cha necessarily always know what people can see versus not see, or has it always been via context? Mm. What do you think? I mean, they seem to see the box, so why wouldn't they see the box? I, it's not the kind of thing I'm going to make you roll for, because it's more of a character decision about what Cha-Cha knows or doesn't know, and I think it's a fair assessment that Cha-Cha would assume that they can see okay. it. Okay, so she... As opposed to the imps, which she knows mm. they can't see, but everything else, she doesn't have reason to believe they can't. So she's just going to kind of say to everybody, I'm going for the box, and just make a mad dash for that box. Okay. So you are heading mm-hmm. towards the box. So that'll be your action. Steven, Britton. I am going to pull out an injector and stick it in, like, just quickly in my, my neck and activate my smart brain bugs. Gives me plus two to my intellect edge. So you basically just see me give myself a shot. Does the blood vessels start, like, flexing on your brain, (laughs) on on your head? My one pupil dilates. Do I have... Can I also move away? Can I do the cipher and... Moving a short distance would be an action. Okay. Since you don't have, like, fleet of foot or anything like that, so... Okay. If you're doing your cipher, you really can't move that far. Okay, that's fine. Then that's what I'll do. And I think, like, flavor-wise, part of it is that... Well, it's giving you an advantage. Injecting these, it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> the bugs are crawling into my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd feel each and every one. <laughs> it says it's an injector, but it's more like you bring it up to your neck at the, and then like this little like ear weevil like comes out and starts boring its way. Into oh, your... it's like it's like the Matrix tracking bug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Terrible. Exactly. Okay. Cool. So, back to Nyx. Are they within immediate distance of Nyx? Yes. All right. Nyx is going to inflict a powerful and precise strike that inflicts additional damage later. Okay. Two points to activate. So I took hemorrhage from tier two when I advanced to tier four instead of a tier four ability because I didn't really like the tier four abilities. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nyx will try to, to do that. So what's the difficulty? That's 15. Are they no longer a swarm? Dilly's illusions are confusing them enough that they're not getting the benefits from being a swarm. So Nyx can only inflict damage on one creature at a time? It's a swarm in all the ways that are good for you. Okay. But not a swarm in the ways that are bad for it because of Dilly's illusions. Cool. So yeah, she'll just take the closest one. And you said it's a 15. Nyx is free level of might effort. Makes Mm -hmm. it a 12. Activated hemorrhage on this turn. Can I also activate train or because they're enablers moving like water? Pick one. Yeah, no, you couldn't do them both. Okay, that's fine. So 15, 12. I'll spend another level of my effort to make it a nine and I will 11. Okay. And you do seven damage if I remember right, right? Yes. And then on Nyx's next turn, the target takes an additional three points of damage. Nice. Because she's making it bleed. Okay. Nice. Okay. These things are going to go. They are going to try to attack Nyx, of course. Nyx, please make 
a 15 speed defense. So for you, it's a 9. 18. Okay. You dodge these stingers. Next up is Samson. Dilly's going to take out his little pew-pew gun and take a shot. Okay. So that is eased, so that'll be a 12. All right. Is that a speed speed thing to shoot? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just take that straight. 16. Okay. It does not deplete. Okay, cool. And of course, that cuts straight through any armor. Okay. Cha-cha. Still going for that box, yo. Okay, I would say you've reached the box at this point. Okay, she's picking it up. Pick up the box, you have it. Woo! Box. (laughs) Got me a box, 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 box. Guess that's my turn. Okay, yeah. I mean, because you could do something else with the box if you have something in mind, but it would take you a whole turn to, like, go back the other direction if you wanted to. We're going to split the party. That's always safe. You should look inside. Okay. Fine, we look inside the box. What's in the box? (laughs) What's in the box? (laughs) There is a locket there. The odd thing is it's pretty big for a locket that you would wear around your neck. Like, it's almost... Like the Flavor Flav watch size big? (laughs) (laughs) it's the word i'm looking for it's almost like compact sized like the mirror is it secretly the sailor moon little brooch and we're gonna do magical girl transformations (gasps) (laughs) britain's been a sailor scout the whole time (laughs) oh my god that'd be amazing (laughs) so next up would be britain i am going to Use my physical onslaught, targeting one of the swarm. And with my targeting eye, that means that I am trained in any physical ranged attacks. That is an right. esoteric. Yeah. And then if I... So yeah, that's where that's where I'm starting at. Okay, so that brings it down to a 12. And the, wait, wait a second, your dark matter strike. What does that do again? And that's lowers the... Easing the, your attack by two steps. Okay, so now it's down to a six. Okay. You're doing that. So that's a nine. Okay. So Onslaught does four damage, I believe, unless your Dark Matter Strike adds damage. Uh, It does not add damage. These bird-like tattoos fly off of Britain's arms and slam into one of these things, and then they come back and start shadowing. Ooh, love that. Yeah, very cool. Nyx. So her three damage ticks. Mm-hmm. This turn, she will activate moving like water. Okay. And attack. So as long as you're not moving, you don't have to do anything else. You can do something else is what I Yeah, mean. if they're still in immediate range, then she'll attack. Okay. So that is going to be a... You're using moving like water. It's now 12. Okay. No, then you're trained, so that's a 9. Oh my gosh, did I forget to apply my training? Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> free level of my effort makes it a 6. Mm-hmm. I'll spend a level of effort for damage. Okay. 14. Okay, so level of effort for damage, that brings up to 10 damage. Okay. Especially with Nick Steven, I'm really glad this didn't open with PvP combat. <laughs> 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 okay, so these creatures screech in pain. They are going to open their mandibles and just send a splatter of acidic spit heading out of everyone. Can everybody make me a might defense roll of 15? Next is free level of effort. Daily's going to put in two levels of effort. Okay. Bring that to a nine. Ten. Mm. How much How much of your pool do you have to spend to... It's three. 
So the first level of effort is three. Additional levels of effort are two each. And armor reduces damage, correct? Yes. Okay. Ooh, that'd be twelve. It's still not great. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it. I'm just gonna straight roll it and get a nineteen. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Nick's got a two. When, <laughs> oof. Which is a GM intrusion for your character. Okay. What about Cha Cha? Um, probably two Willikers, Batman. I got an eighteen. Cha Cha's over by the box. Yeah, Cha Cha's by the box. She, oh, that's right. Cha Cha's by the box. She wouldn't uh-huh. be affected by this. Suck it. <laughs> okay. So. Steven, what would you like for a minor effect? Could, like, kind of seeing that it's coming, could one of my, like, dark matter things maybe block off a little bit of damage for somebody? Sure. Dilly or Nyx? Nyx. Thank you. Okay. Cool. Um, so, Nyx, we have a GM intrusion here. Yeah. So, effectively, like, mechanically, what's going to happen is Steven's giving you extra armor for this. Okay. Cool. So you're only going to take five of my damage from this, uh-huh. but you have a GM intrusion. So I think some of it gets in your eye ah. and you've got this burning, like almost like hazard waste feeling in your eye, like damaging burning almost. Ugh. So mechanically, there's going to be some hindrance there in the short term. And, you know, hopefully you take care of it in a manner that we don't have to talk about long term uh-huh. consequences. I was picking it up. I was picking up what you're putting down. Okay. So next up is Dilly. Then what Dilly is going to do is pull out his camelback, run to Nyx, kind of like pull her down and just like flush the acid on her face. Just dump it on her face. Oh, okay. I like that. Okay, cool. Give me an intellect roll of 12. Would this be a cognitive sort of task? Yeah, probably would. So that'd make it a 15 for you. All right. Because you've got the malformed brain. Yeah. <laughs> More mutations, Steven. I love it. I was just trying to work with a computer on that one. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Blew up on it. Three levels of effort to bring it to a six, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. 17. Okay. Nix, you're only going to be hindered for one round, and this will be fine. Ooh, nice. Cha-cha. So they're not angry that I took the box? They haven't turned to look at you yet. Mm. I think they're mostly preoccupied with this woman that keeps beating on them so badly. I guess. Josh <laughs> uh, is going to use her hand to grab the locket and like kind of toss the box in one direction and go with the locket in the other one. Kind of like in the football. In the footballs, you do that, right? Where one person pretends to have the ball, (laughs) and another person's like, but I have the ball? Yes, that happens. Okay, we're doing that. But with a locket and a box. Okay. Give me some sort of deception roll, trying to beat a 15. Actually, no. These things are not that smart, so it's actually probably... Would Cirque du Soleil apply here? It's a stretch, but I'd give it to you, so nine. Fourteen. Okay. You've definitely distracted them. And they are definitely turning to look at you now. <laughs> Britain. I'm going to throw more more dark shadows at them. Okay. So more onslaught with target what you said it was a 15 base. Yeah. So for you, it gets down to, well, if you're using your dark matter strike. I use it three. It lowers three. Three levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a 16. A 16 hits. As I pull some of those shadows that I tried to protect Nyx with 
briefly and just slam it into the closest one to her. Nice. Very nice. Okay, cool. They definitely do not like that. <laughs> there is a weird sort of shriek that's like somewhere between and sort of insect buzz and a like a pig's squeal. And next up is Nyx. Nyx will, so she's on the ground because of the dilly, the dilly rinse. So what she'll do mm. is she'll sort of a terrible phrasing. Dilly dump. (laughs) (laughs) That's not better. Um, So she'll sort of uh, twist herself up onto her her right side and push the button for her lake cannon. Heckin' yeah. Oh, okay. I imagine she pushes a button and it just like flips out. Like it's like like a switchblade almost. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> so they are distracted by Cha-Cha as well. Like we planned it. So that is going to be a 12. Okay, she's trained in heavy ranged. Mm-hmm. So nine. I'll just leave it at that. 11. Okay. And that does seven damage, if I remember correctly. Or is it eight? Seven. Okay. Cool. Sorry, Danny, you're right. Six damage, and the special ammo adds two. Okay. So these things have got, like, bug goo dripping from, like, multiple holes in their side. The hand parts are just going nuts on the side of their heads. And it is now their turn. Cha-Cha has done the box fake-out thing like that. So, Cha-Cha, I need you to make a 15-speed defense would this involve running? No. 17? Okay. You managed to dodge their stingers as they're coming after you. And next up is Dilly. Dilly shoots them in the back with the laser gun. Yeah. Okay. So laser gun is eased. So that's 12. Distracted by Cha-Cha for a nine? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I rolled a five anyway. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, your blast goes off. Cha-Cha. Yeah. You've got the attention of the swarm. They are chasing you. But what? why wouldn't they chase the box that I threw in a different direction? These are questions I have. Yeah, no, you're right. Maybe they're smarter than the average humanoid bee creature. <laughs> no, but I don't want to do that because Alex succeeded ah. on the roll, so I don't want to like take that away right. from her character. Ah. I'm going to say they tried to attack Chopped as she was running away, but now they're kind of like trying to head off in the direction that she supposedly threw that box. Then Chacha's going to make a beeline to Nyx. <laughs> okay. So you start running to Nyx. Next up is Britain. More dark matter. Okay. For a roll of 14. Nice. Okay. So it's just another one of these dark matter birds slams into another one of these hand bees. Okay. So what does it look like when Britain's onslaught kills this mass of hand bees. I think as everyone's been fighting and like Nix's leg cannon just shot off a chunk of him, he takes a second to like bring as much dark matter to himself and sends out what ends up looking like a flock of birds flying at all of them and just smashing through and just bug guts everywhere. Dope. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. These things are dead. You're out of combat. Heck yeah. Relatively unscathed. Ooh, all right. We did it. Ooh, yeah. Thanks, Dilly. Don't, don't thank me. Thank Britain. Thank you for rinsing out my eye, Dilly. Oh, yeah, that too. Britain? 
birds. That's cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's just the my me, I guess. I feel that. I also get the me thing and then dilly gestures to the illusions that dissipate. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh what what's in the box? Nothing. Now and Chacha like whips out <laughs> the <laughs> necklace. Is is that the same thing that I saw in the mirror? It looks very similar. What happens if I look at the mirror now? When you look at the mirror now, compact is not there. But what you do see is a small, simple figurine. And I'm going to ask you to describe what this is. That looks like one of Britain's childhood toys. Ah, Britain's childhood toys. I think we're going to stick with the, the theme, the bird theme. I imagine it's like this little... Like kind of a simple trinket that almost looks like a carousel that as you spin it, you can like see like a bird flying as it spins mm-hmm. carved out of like wood or something like that. Pretty simple. But it's like ninth world wood. Mm-hmm. So like the top part actually has like a bit of a synth edge yeah. to it. Yeah. I would say when you were a kid, maybe you figured out that if you spun it fast enough, the synth edge would glow. Yeah. I love that. That's cool. I'll look at the mirror and then look at that trinket and say, I saw that in this. And now there's something that was mine when I was a kid in this room that I can see. And I just hold up like a shard of broken glass, essentially, mirror mm-hmm. that I can see. And, yeah. And that was in it when we were in the house. The creepy lady and the, the blood words and the terror. Oh, does that mirror show you where to go next? No, it shows me... This room. I'll hold it out for each of them to look at. I don't know if you'll see something different, but... What do we see? So, so Nix, when you look at it, you see what looks to be a fairly nice room. Not a room you recognize, but definitely well-furnished. And, you know, on the desk there are a few small items. But then, sitting on this desk is a necklace that looks a lot like the one that you were wearing before your trip into the Proving Grounds. Does it appear to be a Proving Grounds type of room? No. It's more like the kind of place where you grew up in. Not the way your house is now, but the way it might have been when you were younger. Cha-Cha, when you look in it, you see a forest glade, and there is a stream running through, you can see. And there are rocks built up along the shore of the stream. But at the tip of each rock are bloodstains. And on either side of the stream are the corpses of strange animals. And Dilly, when you look in the mirror, you see the face of an automaton staring back at you. (gasps) Not the body that you put Astra into, but something else. A different face. But looking at it, you know it's Astra. You guys see Dilly immediately look away and then just kind of wander towards the bug corpses and just kind of, like, kick at them a little bit. Mm. Come here. Come here. Yeah, I didn't see what you see, I don't think, Britain. Where'd you get that? It's pretty cool. Where did I get that? You tell me. Where did you get that? I feel like I stole it from someone that I... <laughs> um, <Hell yeah. laughs> like a, a bounty that I brought in. Mm-hmm. Just kind of... It's like, you don't need that anymore. <laughs> you brought in this guy... You know, it wasn't that long ago. You don't know how he got it, but, you know, you brought him in for a bounty. You have the most bizarre name. 
Something like Donald or something like that. No, not Donald. God, fucking Donald. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it from some some guy named Donald. No way. The train? Yeah. Was Who goes latrine? by with Donald the latrine? Uh, he was not going by the latrine part when you found him. Uh, yeah, no, the latrine. Little sort of scrawny guy, a lot of petty crime. Yeah, he's very annoying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh... The artifact that bit me to start my transformation into a snake, I uh, recovered from uh, Donald. Mm. Yeah, I just, I, I, I try to treat my bounties as respectable as possible, but it just really bothered me. And so I took this from him. You should. And, and it just, it shows me something like the room never changes, but the things in the room sometimes do. It's just weird that that was the point of the item, the locket. Weird that that was what was in there. Should we open the locket? Trasha, I kind of feel like we should open the locket. Or should we examine it first? I don't know. Like, I'm not into Numenera, so I'll let you guys. I mean, we could if you want, but like, you know, opening things, maybe it's occasionally not a great idea. Take it from Nix's me. eyebrows hit like the top of her forehead when she hears Chacha say, maybe opening things is not a good idea. I mean... That is- that um, what what Jima is fighting is what happened the last time I was told to open something. So maybe we don't open things. All right. <laughs> maybe I uh, should I take it because it's your present. The, they all yeah. died for it. Oh, yeah. all the dicks are dead. If you guys can't see that no. whole mass yeah. of them. I think we should at least examine this thing, Cha Cha. Even if we even if we don't open it, like. Because look, look, there are like three pieces of jewelry here. They all have the same theme. One was a brooch, which I recovered from Donald and like bit me and started this whole thing. One was that necklace, which the snake people called a sigil mm. that they took from me at the Proving Ground. And then this. So it seems like a whole thing, Cha-Cha. Like it's all related. Can I pull out my book about Numenera and just start flipping through and see if there's anything, any related topics in there? You mean as far as it applies to the locket? Mm-hmm. So if you want to use your book on Numenera, that presumes that you're willing to spend at least 30 minutes looking through it. But it will give you an asset on this. Are we going anywhere? Or uh, I wouldn't mind some time just to relax, make a recovery roll or two. All right. Let's get away from here because away from the scene of the crime, right? That's something that we've learned over time. So... Right, yeah. yes. <laughs> Get away from here. We'll set up camp for the night, and then we can study it. Does that sound everyone on board? Yeah. yeah. Britain, you'll have an asset on this. It will be with your asset. You're at least trained in Numenera. I'm trained in understanding Numenera, yeah. Okay. So that will make it a nine, right? I rolled a six. Re-roll. Yeah. Re-roll. Yeah, I sure. spend an XP. Okay. Stay suspending an XP so you can re-roll. I forgot to do this. I'm going to use my intellect. Okay. Okay. 14. Okay. Perfect. Then in that case, you don't need the XP from Stace since you're spending effort on a re-roll. Okay. So the locket itself is curious. It does not seem to have a lot of like esoteric principles in and of itself, but it's probably designed to hold something specific. The other thing that I think you would conclude from that is that there is something odd, like you can detect almost like weird fluctuations of dark matter around the locket. 
So if you could imagine, like, it's like almost like a coral that keeps blooming open and shutting. It's not like an anemone exactly. It's more like a flower. But if you think, if you try to picture a flower that's kind of like opening and shutting with the same sort of activity as some types of coral Mm -hmm. to like prevent things from going out, like it's like that, but it's like a black silhouette, like fluctuating around this locket. Okay. So as I'm looking at it, I see that dark matter and I'm going to just in my hand, grab a little bit of the matter and say it's designed to hold something. I'm going to pop it open with my dark matter. Okay. You pop it open. Inside is a very incredibly small figurine. It's almost like a tiny, like it's the size of like a tiny board game piece. Ah, Warhammer fantasy is everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Except that it is in the shape of a sparrow. I'm going to grab it. So you look at it, and you can see that there's something etched ever so small, such small writing on the underside of it. And it says, Happy Birthday, Britain. Love, Uncle Tarek. But, Britain, you're not aware of any Uncle Tarek. At least not yours. Uh, he just kind of stares at it for a minute. It says my name in it. it. says, Happy Birthday from an uncle that I don't have. Tarek. He holds up this little... This little bird. Nick just puts her forehead in her hands and like groans with intellectual strain. <laughs> she's 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 check, she's like checking out of this. Whatever's going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations, Britton. I think you became the weird one for a moment. That's oh. really <laughs> fucking strange. Chacha does a golf clap. That's what I was really hoping for in this day. Is there anything else about it that evens or odds? Odds. Okay. Stace will die. Tell me if you get even or odd. 19. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that as you examine it more closely, there is something peculiar about the intricate etching of the feathers. And when you look a little closer, you recognize a small symbol. A symbol of a hand holding a dagger. Where would I recognize that symbol from? You would recognize that as the sigil of the handler. God damn it. Oh, I... Shit. This What's is... Up? This is... What'd you find? This is from the handlers. Oh. That's who I work for. Yeah, we're... Kind of. Are you contractor? Yeah. yeah. All right. Because, like, my friend, our friend, Italia, was a handler contractor. Amaranth's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Did Saliana survive? I'm just curious. She's still... Yeah, I mean, it's, I think she got hit, but... Well... I was physically there for that. I saw her at least walk out. Oh. Well, Saliana is Amaranth's daughter. I don't know if you know that. So there's, like, a lot of family drama going on over there, and... Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm gonna crush it. Can I crush it? Either with my own strength or with my dark matter? Mm. Can I ask a question first? Yes. So, Daniel, you said mm-hmm. that the locket was designed to hold something. Is this what it was designed to hold? Or would Britain know? Oh. I think Britain would know that it's designed to hold something. I think looking at this, given his role, it was probably not purpose-built for this specific item. It was probably built to hold something. It's unclear what that something was, but it has been repurposed for okay. this, at least. They they know what you're looking for. They they. If they know something about you that probably you don't know, you can't go... You, uh, I'm still going to crush it. Okay. So that is going to be a might-based roll. 
Can I crush it with my dark matter? <laughs> yeah, in that case, you can use it as an <laughs> intellect roll of 12. And uh, I'm going to use effort on that. A 16. Okay. So you crush it, and at this point, I will offer you an XP. Remind me what I do with that. You would accept an XP, and then you would give one to somebody else. Or you could use your XP to refuse the intrusion. It's up to you. No, I'm going to accept it, and I want to... I'm going to give it to Nyx again. Because oh, there's just something connecting all of this, and I just want to know. <laughs> Me too, honestly. <laughs> so you crush it. You definitely feel this sort of dispersal of energy. It's not the same sort of dark matter that you're used to working with. But I do need you to roll me 1d20 and tell me what you get. A 17. Okay. And I need you to roll me 1d100. Oh. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Probably fine. Mm. An 18. There is a moment where there's a burning sensation on your right forearm. And when you look down, you notice that that tattoo you have it's almost like that sparrow is flapping its wings and as it flaps it starts shifting color and then you feel like that color kind of trickling all over your body and it it's not pleasant it's like a rash that grows over your body but then as it grows you notice suddenly that it sort of shifts a little bit where you are depending on what's behind you and when you concentrate on a part of you, you can sort of shift the color. Britain, you now have chameleon skin. Whoa. You got Yay! mutated. Um, the good kind. Yes. You now, your skin now changes colors as you wish. It's an asset and task involving hiding, and it's always available. That's really cool. Whoa, that's fucking clutch for a bounty hunter. Yeah, that's... Um, um, <laughs> It's probably going to be more valuable when I'm hiding from the handlers because they're probably going to kill me or at least try. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about that. Um, I haven't had a whole lot of use for money in the past two months. So here, take this. And Dilly is going to give you a rather hefty sack of shins. 500 to be precise. Nix takes it off her belt and hands it to Dilly. <laughs> if, if that's what you're referring to. If you remember, Nix had all the Nix shins. Nix is the bank. No, uh. Dilly has had 500 shins. On his person? On his oh. person ever since, uh, I don't even know, I don't even remember where I got that Oh, you're right, because I only have 300 Dilly shins. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, this is just to, to help with probably what your life is going to be like for a little bit. And also, if you run into any other bounty hunters, maybe mention that we're not really worth it. No, you are. You are absolutely not worth any bit of it. I still owe you that note, so I'm going to send a note to my handler, but I'm actually going to say, I'm going to write, I have Nyx. We'll be back in two weeks. Ooh. Amaranth is coming. Oh. She's somewhere. I'm going to give a general location to where she is. Okay. But just off enough that it wouldn't be towards where mm-hmm. where this group is. I'll sign my name, and I'll take the stone and put it over it and send it. Should give you... A couple weeks, hopefully, with no tail, and maybe the handlers will send people to delay Amaranth, because they really want the money involved in you lot. I think this is probably where I say goodbye, and good luck. Save the world, or whatever's happening. And I, I, We're just trying not to destroy it, Britain, to be honest. Like, that's our... <laughs> I'm going to call that saving in my mind. All right. <laughs> and I, I mean this with all sincerity. I hope I never see any of you again. 
Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. That's fair. Hey, thank you for being way cooler than you really should have. Yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna think about the last 24 hours for a long time. I think, uh, and I'll <laughs> use I'll use my chameleon skin to just blend into the forest around and walk off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> Full on Homer sensing it. Exactly. Into the like yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, Britain disappears into the woodland without a trace, and. As he disappears, and as you guys are kind of taking a moment to look at each other, I'm going to offer Nyx an XP. Yeah. We give the other one, too. It's hard to decide because I feel like everybody's been through some shit. But I'm going to pick Dilly because mm-hmm. he still has Vlad's heart blood on, <laughs> <laughs> on his clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, Dilly, you look over and you notice that there is blood trickling from Nyx's nose uh-huh. and also blood trickling from her ears uh-huh. and then Nyx begins seizing and falls to the ground and that's where we'll end this episode what the nice. fuck? not again <laughs> that's probably my fault <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm gonna pick on Steven something about this episode that you enjoyed about playing Britain geez something <laughs> um, I enjoyed every minute of it Goodness gracious. The So as someone who DMs for a podcast, bringing a guest in and having them actually f- have a significant role in the story is really hard. Mm-hmm. And I felt I felt part of this. Like, I didn't feel like I was just tagging along. I felt part of this the whole time. Mm-hmm. And that was really, really cool. And watching like the stories and the interplay that the three other players have with Nick's Cha-Cha and Dilly and these very unique characters like being a part of all of that was it this this has just been this has been really wonderful oh awesome i'm so glad to hear yeah i i can't even going back through all these different moments were from like watching nix be this like sort of like take charge character and dilly just like has that like nervous energy but wants to help Mm -hmm. and like i love the Mm -hmm. pouring the water on her on on nix's eyes and (laughs) cha-cha's football maneuver was amazing (laughs) it was was all so good so thank you thank you for including me this is this was really really fun okay dude oh awesome yeah it was great to have you i liked your character a lot Mm. i thought you did a great job of like keeping your character had its own motivations i think going along the lines of like what you were saying like hard to bring in a guest it's not just tagging along Mm-hmm. And I have to say, when you faded mm-hmm. into the, I was like, oh, I just wanted like one more exchange with Britain, <laughs> but he was gone. So that was, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I thought it was cool. Thanks. Very cool. Maybe we'll have to show back up sometime. Yes. Who knows? Who can say? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it's my turn. And this week, I would recommend that you guys check out the board game Dune Imperium by Direwolf Digital. It is a combination deck builder and worker placement game. So it's all themed around Dune, of course. And so it's all about like gaining influence with various factions, as well as, you know, careful spending of resources and preparing for combat. So there's all sorts of intrigue cards things like that. You have to manage your water levels, your spice levels, your solari levels. You have to build influence. And the thing that's amazing about this game is that it could easily become very complicated, but it flows very, very fast. 
because each turn you have like at most two or three things that you do and it's all basically i'm gonna play a card and place this play a card and place this and then every turn you have an opportunity to buy more cards for your deck and try to build it out that way it's just a really cool game i've been having a lot of fun playing with people the other thing that's really neat about it is that direwolf digital has continued building out new rule sets for it that are available in the companion app. So you can use a companion smartphone app along with the board game to create all these different scenarios. So it's very cool. They also just have an expansion coming out now, which is like Rise of Ix, which has a whole bunch of other factions and technological intrigue from the Dune universe. So I love Dune Imperium a whole lot and would recommend you play it. That sounds fun. It is very cool. It also, if you are ever sometimes like me, a lonely nerd, it does support one and two player games as well nice. through sort of a card based AI play. Nice. So if people wanted to reach out to us to tell us what they think about Dune Imperium or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Explorers Wanted.fm. That's our website. All our socials are there. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcasts. We also have a Discord. You can talk to us there. You can find that at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted. You can also support us by using our dice fit code at DieHardDice. Get 10% off your order with Explorers Wanted. That's the code, all one word. Just throw it in there, get 10% off, and get dice. Mm -hmm. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand The best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory, specifically like Apple Podcasts. That makes the biggest difference to basically finding audience and then also seeing those reviews. Like whenever you do that for a podcast you enjoy, like the podcasters will ride that high for weeks. So please do that. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, Well, you need to understand that every door, every threshold has four sides, inside, outside, transition, and something else. It's not a location. Nothing so hungry could be a place. It's not a construct. Nothing with such hate could be an object. It's not a beast, because nothing with such intricate malevolence could be so simple. What it is, what it isn't, these questions they only spiral into despair. But you can catch a glimpse of it sometimes as the door slides shut just for a moment, right before the latch touches the frame. And in that instant, it sees you too. So I beg you, do not tarry. Latch the door before it's too late and keep the damn thing shut. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Open and shut doors with me constantly at Slam Potato. My eye holes hurt. I'm real T Unicorn on Twitter <laughs> and T with the Unicorn on Twitch. <laughs> and Stephen, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. Thank you so much again, Stephen, for being with yeah, us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. And to the audience, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.